Amendment number one. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Hello, my name is Baby Page, and I'm here with my co-host James Young. Today, James and I will be analyzing a current civil rights case. We are hoping that with this podcast, we can help you better understand the case at hand and why it can be considered a landmark case in history and education. Specifically, we will be analyzing the Mahanoy Area School District versus BL case. This case was introduced on September 25, 2017 and continued until the final decision was made on June 30, 2020. The argument of this case goes to challenge the First Amendment. BL, a high school student who is a minor and so her name will not be used in the case, accuses the Mahanoy Area School District of having an unconstitutional rule by prohibiting their cheerleaders from posting anything the school considers negative or disrespectful towards their given sports team online. The student was very overwhelmed and angry at the time because she had just received a list of bad news. She had not made the varsity cheer team and was to stay on junior varsity for the entirety of her sophomore year. She did not get her desired position on the local softball team, and she also had a very stressful test coming up. At the time of receiving all this bad news, BL was at a convenience store with her friends. Due to her foul mood, BL posted a Snapchat with vulgar, negative, and disrespectful words towards her school, the cheer team, and the softball team. Snapchat is a platform where you share a picture with only select friends, and then it disappears after 24 hours. But unfortunately for BL, another cheerleader that was not on the friend list of BL saw the snap on someone else's phone and shared it with the cheerleading coaches. The coaches found her Snapchat photo to be very offensive to the cheer team and would not let her rude remarks fly. The coaches took the matter into their own hands and suspended BL from the cheer team for her entire sophomore year. Although the school was aware that the snap itself was not disrupting the school or harassing anyone, they still believed she should be punished for her post. The issue with the school trying to jump in and punish her for what she said is that B.L. posted the snap while at a convenience store. She was not on school property or at a school activity. The B.L. Mahanoy Area School District SCOTUS brief legal documents tell us the school had no authority of trying to regulate the student's speech while she was off campus. The cheer coaches had a set list of rules the girls were well aware of when they joined the team. The first rule being, have respect for our school, coaches, teachers, and other cheerleaders, and teams when at games, fundraisers, and other events. There was also another rule that discussed behaving in an appropriate way due to the fact that the cheerleaders are a representation of the school. BL knew that by posting this picture with her friend flipping off the camera and cussing out cheer, softball, and school, there was a possibility that she could be punished. A big reason the coaches were forced to take action was due to the fact that fellow cheerleaders on the team had talked to the coaches and expressed that the Snapchat that BL posted offended them personally. The first perspective of this case belongs to the school district, who believed that they did not violate the Constitution because BL was aware of the cheerleading rules when she joined the team. She knew that there was a standard of behavior she was to uphold, and she chose to post the picture with the vulgar language anyway. She knew the rules, and so she should face the consequences. Although BL had been given a spot on the team, it was not her right to be on the team. 
The coaches are the ones who granted her the opportunity to be on the team, and they believed they should have the right to act as they see fit since it was the school and the cheer team that was being affected. Her snap, while not being harmful, could still be considered bullying or even verbal harassment because of her vulgar language towards the cheer team. The cheer coaches did not want to tolerate anyone who chooses to speak poorly of the team they belonged to. The second perspective belongs to BL and her parents, who believe that by suspending BL from the team, the school district had violated the First Amendment. BL's post was not disruptive in any way to the school or the cheer team as a whole. BL believed that the school district should have absolutely no say in the way she composes herself outside of the school environment because it is not in their jurisdiction. She believed that if the school is allowed to suspend her from the cheer team due to something her, she posts on her personal account online, then she has been stripped of her First Amendment right. The preceding ruling that helped guide the constitutionalism of this case was the Tinker v. Des Moines case. This was a landmark case in U.S. history. Tinker was a 13-year-old student who chose to wear a black armband to school to protest the war in Vietnam. The school got involved and banned the armbands from the school. So when Tinker and her friends showed up in the armbands again, Tinker was suspended. After they agreed to stop wearing the black bands, they were allowed to come back to school and chose instead to wear all black the rest of the year and filed a lawsuit. Eventually, Tinker won and the court decided it was against the First Amendment to ban the armbands because they were not disruptive. As the case continued to progress, it was clear that Biel had a strong case on her hands. The school was only punishing her in an attempt to promote socially acceptable behaviors and when it came down to it, they cannot regulate off-campus speech, even if it includes profanity. The Tinker ruling that this case is guiding its decision off has only been successful in accusing those who disobey school rules while on school property. For instance, wearing offensive or inappropriate clothing or behaving disrespectfully at school. Tinker cannot limit off-campus speech just because it's hurting someone else's feelings. Congress agreed that by applying Tinker to outside of school would rob young students of their rights. The whole point of Tinker was to limit what could be done or said within a school, not control teenagers in their free time. Applying Tinker to out-of-school behavior would diminish the First Amendment completely. It would take away any freedom of speech for all students. In Morse, a preceding court event, the same kind of limit was put on the case. In the end of this case, the school ended up winning due to the fact that a pro-drug message was presented at a school-approved trip. Had the student in that class presented the same message at home, or via social media, or at a gas station, he would not have been punished because areas outside of the school environment were out of the jurisdiction when it came to school punishment. After the complaint had been filed by BL and her parents, a motion was put into place for a temporary order reinstating BL on the cheer team while the litigation proceeds. The court finally ruled in favor of BL and agreed that the school district upheld rules that were not constitutional. In the end, it came down to the original question presented, whether Tinker v. Des Moines Independent Community School District, which hold that public officials may regulate speech that would materially and substantially disrupt the work and discipline of the school, applies to student speech that occurs off campus. I believe she should not have been suspended. She was just a 16-year-old girl who was trying to blow off some steam and make an angry post. She was not intending to harm anyone. She also believed that since she was posting a picture on a platform where only people who had consented to see her posts could see her picture, 
she would be safe speaking her own mind. The case violated the First Amendment. BL was only speaking freely, and no one should be able to take that away from her. The Constitution is there to protect rights like these, and I think that the court ruled in the correct manner. Not only was she speaking her mind, but it was not even on school grounds, so the school should have no say in her behavior. Allowing schools to have a say in the way you behave outside of school completely strips the students of their rights. After reading about the Tinker proceeding, I totally agree that schools should not be able to have control over the freedom of speech of students. I understand limiting speech and avoiding harmful or disruptive behavior, but BL was not harming anyone. I think that as a high schooler myself, I can totally put myself in her shoes and understand the scenario better. If I had just heard that kind of bad news, I think I would have been pretty upset too and needed an outlet. In today's world, social media is the first place teens turn to when they want others to sympathize with. I think BL was just trying to find a safe place to convey her feelings, and the whole situation was kind of blown out of proportion. I see both sides, and I totally get how this can be a violation of freedom of speech. BL has every right to speak her mind when she is outside of a school environment. Students should not be punished for what they do or say when outside of school. Kids should not fear punishment when they are freely speaking or posting at a friend's house or in a convenience store. But I believe that she knew the cheerleading rules when she agreed to be on the team. BL was well aware that it was her responsibility to act a certain way and uphold a certain level of behavior because she was representing her school. But she chose to act that way even though she knew the standard she had agreed to. When you willingly post something when you know it's against the rules, you also agree to facing the consequences that go with that. I believe that the cheerleading coaches had every right to punish the girl. The cheerleading coaches and fellow cheerleaders found the post to be offensive and disrespectful to the team and the school. One of the sources we're using said that an extracurricular activity is not something you're entitled to. They are a privilege. She had no God-given right to be on that team, and it was the coach's decision to keep her on that team or not. Why should the coaches be forced to keep BL on the team if BL is choosing in her free time to bash and disrespect that team. Sometimes coaches have to do what is best for their team and not for that one individual player. And I believe that that is what the coaches were trying to do in this situation. And like you said previously, James, I think it's really easy for us to put ourselves in BL's shoes to get a better look at the situation. But unlike you, I think that because I can see myself in her position, that it only solidifies my belief that she should have acted differently if she wanted a different outcome. As a high schooler who's been on high school teams, I know that I'm a representation of that team and of that team's standards. And should I act against those standards, then it is up to my coaches to keep me on the team. Yeah, actually, I agree with a lot of the points you made. I agree that if BL is going to post negative comments about the cheer team, then it should be within the cheer team's decision to keep her on the team or not. If BL is choosing to behave like this publicly, even after she agreed to the cheer's rules, then maybe being on the cheer team is a right that should be taken away. Constitutionally, I still believe that the court made the right call, but morally, I can definitely see the school's board's point of view. Well, that is all the time that we have today. I hope our podcast helped give you a little insight into the Mahanoy Area School District versus BL case and that you have enjoyed hearing our personal opinions as well. Thanks for listening.